Hello and welcome back to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors Senior Living Solutions. I'm your host, Sean Leary. And today, again, our guest is Rhonda Halterman, who is the CEO and owner of Live Well Seniors. Rhonda, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks. I'm glad to be here today. Awesome. Today, we're going to talk about a subject which uh, is one that a lot of people don't really like talking about, and that's taxes. Uh, We're getting to that time of year, though, where people are going to start looking at their taxes and uh, consulting with their accountants and what have you. And there are a number of considerations that need to go into the uh, situation if you are caring for a parent or other loved one. So um, we're going to talk about uh, some senior tax tips today, whether you are a senior filing or you are a caregiver filing for a senior. Um, What can you, uh, you know, just in general to start off with, uh, tell people uh, to consider when they're looking into um, filing taxes? for senior or if they are senior filing taxes? Well, most importantly, I think people don't realize that if they are a caregiver to a senior and they're um, expending their own resources to help care for their loved one, paying for things, medical expenses, um, there are some tax um, resources that they can tap into, some tax advantages that they can tap into. Obviously, I'm not a tax expert, so I would definitely encourage people to talk to their professional, but um, I found some caregiving tax tips that might be helpful for people who are a caregiver. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of surprising to find out that the average person might spend upwards of of $7,000 to $10,000 per year Mm -hmm. for their loved one for uh, those kinds of caregiving expenses. Now, one of the big questions that um, you know people might ask, given the fact that uh, when you're caring for a parent, or an aging senior, um, you're you're basically there dependent upon you. Can you claim your aging parent as a dependent, and what are the intricacies in regard to that? You can claim them. There are some there's some specifics and, and some some uh, I guess some things that have to be addressed. They have to be related to you. Um, even elderly parents, such as step parents and in laws, can all be claimed as well. Um, but the IRS does not recognize foster parents as a dependent. Um, you also must be a U.S. citizen, or your parent, your relative must be a U.S. citizen. There, are, uh, they can also be a resident alien. Uh, they cannot file a joint return. So if they're filing a joint return, your loved one is, um, you you wouldn't be able to claim them as a dependent. Uh, there's a couple other things. Their gross income has to be less than $4,300, but that does not include Social Security payments or other tax-exempt payments. And then you must provide uh, more than half of the care and support for your loved one. So you're providing personally the care and support for your loved one more than 50% of the time. Um. Say, um, you know, a parent, a senior is is going back and forth between different siblings. Can the uh, siblings share the family caregiver tax exemption among themselves? Yes, they can. And again, it's very specific. So you have to have a good um, accounting or record keeping of who's giving the the caregiving services, what caregiving services they're providing. Um, And it it have to be split 50% 50 of the time. Um, The other portion is the the sibling who paid 10% or more to qualify for a joint exemption. So they have to pay 10% or more um, of the expenses to qualify for that joint exemption. Um, If you can't claim your parent as a dependent, is there any way you can deduct any of the care expenses? 
Yes, so some of the care expenses can be deducted, um, and again, it's it's going to be you're, we're going to provide a document that you know your listeners can have as a reference point. Um, but the medical expenses can include, you know, premiums, um, cost of prescriptions or insulin, dental expenses. Many times, seniors don't have. Um, uh, dental insurance, or it's very minimal, so you know dental work can be very expensive. Um, in-home medical equipment. There's a, there's a whole host of things that you can personally itemize and utilize as a tax deduction if you're paying for those for your loved one. Um, can you file as head of household if you care for an elderly relative? So if you meet the requirements, you can. I sound like such a tax, <laughs> you know, you like, yeah. So yeah. There, there there, are certain requirements that are going to be uh, listed on this. You know, you must be married or considered uh, or unmarried. If you're unmarried um, on the last day of the year, you are eligible to claim your parent as a dependent based on some certain criteria. Um, if they don't live with you full time, there's mm-hmm. certain criteria you have to meet. Um, the other thing is, is if you paid more than half of the mortgage or rent costs to manage your parents' home if you're living with your loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be another way to, um, you know, I guess claim them as a dependent or head of household. Um, for people that aren't aware, what exactly is the child and dependent care credit that they would be, you know, utilizing here? So this is going to be a credit that um, is based on the money that you spend for them. So you can claim up to $3,000 in care caring costs for one person. If it's two people, it's $6,000. And again, to receive this dependent child care credit, there's some criteria that you have to meet. Um, cohabitation, so they, they must have lived with you for more than six months during that tax year. Um, there's some partial dependency um, requirements that you have to meet. Um, incapacity, so they have to have some incapacities of activities of daily living, bathing, dressing, mm-hmm. medication management, those types of things. So not be able to do those. And then if you're paying for a caregiver for you to work, to be able to provide for your loved one, you know, there are adult day services that you can pay for. So those are all things that have to be met in order to, to qualify for that. Um, are there any nursing and personal care service deductions in case you have somebody who's coming in and helping you or, or what have you? Yes, so the nursing and and caregiving um, deductions are specific to activities of daily living. They do not have to be provided by a registered nurse, so that's good to know. Most people aren't registered nurses that are caregivers, you know. It's just everyday people like yourself and myself. So, yes, those are um, services uh, that um, are specific to, you know, helping your loved one be able to maintain some some level of independence. and then there are there's a list a checklist of things too that will help you determine if you are going to be able to provide uh, uh, de- or file I guess rather dependent or in separate filing status for your loved one. Um, anything else that we haven't touched upon that you think is important that we need to talk about? I think really tapping into your tax advisor is going to be really critical. Um, Keeping a good file of records is always very important uh, because you want to make sure that you're documenting properly what you're doing for your loved one. Uh, Even if you did a time study for a week or two, it would be really beneficial to know 
what is it that I'm providing? Sometimes we provide services uh, for our loved ones that we don't even account for, you know, throwing in a load of laundry or making a meal or running them to a doctor's appointment. All those things add up in time. So do a time study, and that can be valuable to being able to document how much care you're providing for your loved ones. And there's lots of resources online um, to be able to tap into to see, can you qualify for some of these resources? Speaking of resources, where can people go to contact you or to, you know, get more information on this? So we are at livewellseniors.com. It's L-I-V-W-E-L-L seniors.com. And uh, you can reach us on on, uh, our personal lines here in Davenport. We we cover the Davenport uh, Quad Cities, Iowa and Illinois area. It's 563-265-1553. And that's uh, livewellseniors.com. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, My guest, Rhonda Halterman, CEO and owner of Live Well Seniors Senior Living Solutions. Thank you very much today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors Senior Living Solutions. I'm Sean Leary. Hope you have a great day.